0: Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimzeski with Adam Atkinson. We are in our series Peak Week for Women's Physique and Women's Bodybuilding Divisions in this long series where we're tackling all of the different divisions with their criteria and, and, and unique needs, uh, frankly, for, for Peak Week and, and how to approach that final leg of the Contest Prep journey. So uh, we talked a lot about body type a little bit in terms of the division criteria, but it's just one little nuance I want to throw in there since we talked so much about the NPC and the IFBB, uh, all of my friends in the the natural bodybuilding world, the INBF, WNBF and so forth, uh, women's bodybuilding is still alive and well, albeit a little bit shorter in terms of the, the amount of women participating because there are so many different uh, options out there. So in in the world of drug-free bodybuilding, uh, for women, it, it's still, I think, very much parallel to, to the, the IFBB and the NPC and the fact that bodybuilding is bodybuilding. You you need the best of all worlds. You, you need the greatest conditioning, the most uh, muscle separation, striation, everything you can, as well as the, the symmetry and the size. So when you throw that extreme division on stage it's just the biggest and the best is going to win speaking of bodybuilding you know we we already established that that women's physique is is going to be more of an aesthetic you know toned down version but in terms of overall body type and peaking adam uh i think we run into some of the things that we've talked about in the past where the ectomorph and the endomorph and everybody in between on that continuum has to approach it a little bit differently but when you have a female bodybuilder just say maybe just hired you and and you're you're trying to guide this person to their best condition ever the big win how does body type come into play once you are approaching peak week how are you going to maintain and schedule and plan that peak week process for different types of of phenotypes
1: yeah this is the most minute division because like you said you want the best of both worlds so we want Hard conditioning, and we also want fullness. We don't want to sacrifice any fullness at all. So um, either way you swing that pendulum could be a, a really dire mistake. So you really need to stay within a close, close uh, um, segment of fullness, tightness, um, and, and really lock that physique in. And, uh, your endomorphs are going to be more likely to spill over your ectomorphs are going to be more likely to be flat. So, you know, um, I would say it can be more extreme for an ectomorph to get that fullness. And, um, you just want to make sure that you really keep that tightness with that as well. Cause, uh, that little biz, um, you know, little bit of added conditioning that ectomorph might have might actually make them look bigger than the person they're going up against if they don't come in conditioned enough. Um, On the other hand, your endomorph, you want to make sure that you're not sacrificing conditioning at all. Um, They're probably going to be your largest competitor on stage, but as we know, it's not judged on size alone. So you really have to be careful how you dance in those categories. And would you say for that ectomorph
0: starting there, knowing that we do have to err on the side of being full, you know, their, their, their ace up the sleeve is going to be their conditioning. So compared to a bikini or a figure or wellness competitor, do you look at this, this female bodybuilder or female physique competitor and say, hey, you know, you're, you're an ectomorph, we've got the conditioning nailed whether it's Thursday, Friday, or Saturday morning, you know, we've just got to slam down the accelerator. I'm, I'm not going to leave anything at risk in terms of you not being your, your fullest. So, so how aggressive and how risky do you go
1: Adam, with, with, with that particular kind of body type? It, it depends on how well I know the client too. So um, that, that always is a really big component. Have I worked with the client before? Um, you know, what have refeed days looked like in terms of storage when I'm designing their peak week or are they losing weight on these refeeds? We might need to be more aggressive. And as you know, with these ectomorphs, we see that quite a bit where they're, they're losing weight after a refeed or double refeed. Sometimes we'll throw some triples in there um, just to make sure that they've got some really good pep in their step for their training. So you know, it it really does depend um, on the person versus just saying it's this division. This is how we're going to um, almost have like a playbook approach to it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And, and, you know, it always does come down to that nuance of of that individual in the context that they find themselves in during peak week, whether they're still kind of dieting down to get that conditioning uh, or, or the opposite. But uh, I'll just add in closing that Uh, one of the things I'm going to talk about in the next episode, when we get into peaking options is that for the endomorph, you know, a a lot of times people are considering, as you just mentioned, a playbook, like you're supposed to deplete this way and load this way, front load, back load, progressive linear load, whatever. And a lot of people just don't need that. A lot of people need to stay pretty linear and, and just coast in. So they're not messing around with, with something that could, could risk, you know, a a poorer outcome. So those are things we're going to talk about next, guys. Stay tuned. We're going to get into episode three, where we talk about the different peaking options for women's physique and women's bodybuilding.